This is Anchor LA, a podcast presenting world headlines, technology news, arts and data, and encouragement from the Praise Light Media Studios in Panorama City, California. Good day, it's Wednesday, the 13th of June, 2018. Extreme fire danger is prompting officials on Monday to say that they are shutting down the San Juan National Forest in Colorado. National forests and parks in Arizona and New Mexico have already been shut down as precautions during the dry conditions. The move comes as the residents of more than 2,000 homes have been forced to evacuate because of a fire that started on June 1st in the forest and spread to about 35 square miles as of Monday. Authorities are still investigating how the fire started. No homes have been lost, but the fire came close to buildings on Sunday night. This according to CBS News, which stated that much of the U.S. West is experiencing some level of drought, and the Four Corners region, where Arizona, New Mexico, Utah, and Colorado all meet, is at the center of a large patch of exceptional drought. Even though the area relies on park tourism for much of its income, the danger of fires is too great, and officials stated that the park will only reopen when the danger has decreased. AT&T on Tuesday won a federal judge's approval for its $85 billion deal to acquire Time Warner. According to Fox Business, AT&T said that its acquisition of Time Warner will give consumers video entertainment that is more affordable, mobile, and innovative. The massive conglomerate will be one of the largest on record owning broadband and streaming services, as well as a host of other media content. Without any divestment of assets in the merger agreement, the road seems paid for other major buyouts and mergers pending, such as those involving 21st Century Fox, T-Mobile, Sprint, Disney, Sinclair, and Comcast. Hi, I'm Anchor LA host Ben Ditzel. Over the next few weeks, Anchor LA will be undergoing a studio location move as well as some company restructuring, which is why you may hear what are known as reruns occasionally over the next few weeks. We will still be bringing the latest news, information, and tech updates every week, but the latter half of our program may consist partially of programming which we have aired at times over the past year. By early to mid-July 2018, the studio move and restructuring should be completed, Lord willing, and we will be returning to all new content, so stay tuned. In 1944, Aaron Copland composed a composition that gained fame as an orchestral piece. Appalachian Spring was written for a 13-member chamber orchestra, commissioned by choreographer Martha Graham. 
and premiered on October 30th of 1944 at the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. Originally, Copeland did not have a title for the work, simply referring to it as Ballet for Martha. Shortly before the premiere, however, Graham suggested Appalachian Spring, a phrase from a Hart Crane poem, The Dance. Because he composed the music without the benefit of knowing what the title was going to be, Copeland was often amused when people told him that he captured the beauty of the Appalachians in his music. There are eight movements to the piece, and for many years, part of the seventh movement of the orchestral suite was used as the opening music to CBS reports. But perhaps it's most widely known as the Shaker Melody. This is because the music that Copeland based his ending variations on was an 1848 Saker hymn called Simple Gifts. Copeland published independent arrangements of this section for band in 1958 and then for orchestra in 1967 titled Variations on a Saker Melody. In 1945, Aaron Copeland was awarded the Pulitzer Prize in composition for Appalachian Spring. That just makes me mad. These are words we may hear or say a lot, especially in the world of politics or when others frustrate us. And sometimes we may chalk it up to righteous anger when we feel convicted about our outburst. But what is this righteous anger and what is unrighteous anger? The great 18th century preacher and theologian Jonathan Edwards had a daughter with an uncontrollable temper and anger. One day, a man asked Jonathan Edwards for his daughter's hand in marriage, but much to his surprise, he said no. The man was crushed, but I love her and she loves me, he pleaded. That makes no difference, Edwards replied. She isn't worthy of you. But she is a Christian, isn't she? the man argued. Yes, said Edwards, but the grace of God can live with some people with whom no one else could ever live. Now that may sound really harsh, but Jonathan Edwards knew that the presence of selfish anger indicates the absence of genuine love. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 13 that love is not provoked. It isn't given to sudden outbursts of emotion or action. It doesn't respond in anger to offenses committed against it. True love for others is only known by those who know Christ, and true love doesn't get angry when personally attacked or maligned. Sadly, today's culture teaches us to fight for our personal rights and retaliate when we don't get what we think we deserve. And this has produced a generation that is entirely self-focused, without true love, full of greed, and one that seeks only after immediate personal comfort and success. And it has produced a generation willing to viciously destroy anyone or anything that stands in the way of these pursuits. In a devotional on anger, Pastor John MacArthur encourages us as believers to resist such influences by focusing on our spiritual duty rather than our rights. If we expect nothing from the world, we won't be angered or disappointed when nothing comes. 
Remember that true love always bears up under personal attacks. Now anger over sin and its consequences, that is righteous indignation and that is something that biblical Christians are expected to have. When Jesus drove the merchants and money changers out of the temple in John 2, he was genuinely angry because God's house was being defiled. In the same way, it's right for us to be angry when others are mistreated or when God and his word are misrepresented or slandered. Don't be angry when things don't go your way or your ideas, agendas, or so-called rights are attacked. Remember that God is the giver of every good and perfect gift. And like James 4 charges us, let us humble ourselves before God and God will exalt us at the proper time. Thanks for listening to Anchor LA on Twitter at Anchor LA Podcast and Facebook.com slash Anchor LA, where you can find links and information to various topics we cover on the show. Contact us anytime with questions or comments or call into our show directly on the Anchor app with input or suggestions. We'd always love to hear from you. Until next time from Panorama City, California, I'm Ben Ditzel. This is Anchor LA.